And All we're right, live. Are we live. All right. Yay. Let me pop out the chat and mute YouTube. And then uh, we'll get it going. Perfect. Let's get it going. There, it's putting off some nice heat there, Reed. Let I it, can feel it from over here. Is it, is it loud? Is, should I turn it down? Should I turn oh, it up? Oh, dude, that's roaring. Oh, perfect. Perfect. I love it's it, dude. cozy in here. You know what's great too is that I can see the fire from your picture. Also, it's like it's reflecting off your frame. Yes, yes, yes. Lots of fire happening in this. Oh apartment. yeah, I love it. <laughs> as long yeah, as the place doesn't burn down. <laughs> <laughs> we can't spare the firefighters right now. <laughs> so what are you guys doing? What are you up to today? Whole lot of not much. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've got lots of work to do today actually because I'm still I'm still on my placement. You do um, not. You're in AMC. That? Uh, oh. What is that supposed to mean? I mean, there's plenty of work wow. to do there. Wow. Wow. Okay. 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 Into my web. Okay. Let's go. Awesome. Anyway, I have a lot of work to do today because I have placement. Uh, I've continued on my placement with Kingston Live. So um, I'm going to be continuing that for however long. Um, so I've got like grants to write uh funding to kind of go after in this uh economy it's very hard to do so but and then on top of that i've got like 13 projects to try to tackle down over the next couple weeks so ew that sucks yeah. i'm i'm doing placement as well i'm doing it at uh with dress for success oh okay right right, right. yeah so i'm i'm helping them implement their um customer relationship management system so they're going to be using salesforce um, but all my classes finished last week. So oh, really? Yeah. Cause we do like three weeks straight of placement. Oh, okay. Okay. For third year. So in third year, you just do like three weeks straight. So your semester's over. So you're just, uh, you're now officially just full-time, uh, Madam President. Yes. Full-time Madam President. Woo! Do you get your own, uh, placement? secret service? Um, I mean, I can't say because it's a secret. Oh, that's true. Oh, so we can't even say if we can be your secret service because that's totally top secret. Yeah, no, it's top secret. We'll talk after. <laughs> we'll talk after, right? <laughs> awesome. Good. So you guys, uh, you're surviving the, the social distance quarantine. Everybody still seems to be in pretty good uh, spirits. So let's get some questions flowing around. What has been your favorite and your least favorite thing about the last 10 days i'll start with uh reed cunningham because he's so busy oh, my favorite thing god <laughs> right well the way so the, here's the way i see it these next three weeks like like school was going to happen anyway right like these assignments were going to happen no matter what um that's the only thing in my life that hasn't really changed um so the way i see it i was going to be self-isolating anyway um due to all the hecticness that's going on um just minus all like you know stuff with my band and all my extracurricular activities like that's all canceled so it has freed up my time a little bit um but the way i see it i was pretty much going to do the exact same thing over these next three weeks anyway so that's sort of like a nice thing that i don't have to experience fomo that's maybe my favorite thing of this whole thing yeah. my least favorite thing is i don't get to do any of those fun things that i would experience <laughs> without to experience FOMO. so i don't know um it's sort of like i see a silver lining in everything about this but it's also um 
I think just sometimes my least favorite part is trying to battle some serious anxiety sometimes that I have right now, which I think is something real that we're all facing sometimes. And, um, but it's kind of nice to know that everyone's facing it at the same time. Like no one's in it alone. Yeah. Good yeah, point for sure. I think definitely those sentiments can definitely be shared. Um, how about you, Danny? Do you have a favorite, least favorite thing right now? I know you were kind of feeling kind of cooped up a little bit last week. How are you doing today? Oh, still like I have no, nothing favorite about this like touching on what reed was saying is the only thing that's gone really is fomo there's fomo doesn't exist anymore no you know because everyone's stuck in their house you know exactly um other than that yeah no it's um i'm not having fun it's it's hard i don't i don't um i'm very much like an extrovert you know i recharge you know with other people's energy um Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 it's tough, you know, like just being at home and not being able to see anybody or, you know, hang out. Uh, I don't, I don't work well at home. So it's just kind of like, I feel like, oh yeah, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. And then it just like, oh my God, it's time for bed. So it does fly by. Yeah. So I just have to like, um, like I have to figure out how to be able to work from home, you know, and I'm slowly, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's been like what a couple of weeks already and I'm just now figuring it out. So you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been a rough transition for sure. Well, we have uh, a question from the email crowd here uh, that I just got, and it's for Madame Presidente. Um, uh. Oh, a student would like to know, what is your favorite thing about being um, president? About being president? Um, okay, so just a little background, I guess, on that question. So I've been interim president since September. So, and then my actual official president start date was today. So that's exciting. Um, My favorite part is I've always really felt like I've been a big voice for the students. So having that title of president has just kind of pushed that even further. I'm able to represent people every single day, every single email I send, every meeting I go to is all for the students. And that's probably my favorite part. It's just supporting all of my peers. So my question is, so what's, what changes with your role now that you're president as opposed to interim president? Is it really just the title or like, do you have more responsibilities now? No, nothing changes. So before I was in the same position as Layton as manager of student engagement. So there was a lot of changes going from that. Interim president is the same as the president position. It was basically interim is just in, in between hiring time So you have to have somebody within that position who can do the job. Um, So I did that and then I applied for the act, like for the president position. So it was the same job, Uh, a lot more responsibilities on like the college, like being a representative with the college and meetings and committees and things like that. Um, And bigger projects from switching from manager to president. Is that- um, That makes sense. (laughs) Did you get that uh, from this last election that just happened? Um, yeah, so it's a hired position now. Okay. Um, so it switched. The board had uh, made a change to the bylaw so that the president is now a hired position. Okay. Um, and the seven board members are still all elected. Okay. Yeah. But that was technically like my start date was at the same time. Okay. So how does, uh, what kind of like responsibilities are you having or what kind of like challenges do you face right now uh, that we are in this um, quarantine, right? Like what kind of things are you going to be able to, what kind of things are you 
how are you doing things? Yeah, so it's definitely been a switch. I mean, I, I am able to do a lot of like my project work and things like that online, a lot of communication, everything switched to virtual. So I'm in and out of virtual meetings on a daily basis, which can become super hectic throughout the day, especially when I'm trying to work on those projects because I'm in and out of meetings where I have more work to do, but I don't have a lot of time to actually do it, but I'm figured out a schedule and managing it really well. The biggest, I think, other challenge is just the lack of student connection because not on campus, there's not people coming into the office like with comments or concerns, wanting to chat about something. So that's the biggest challenge. Like personally, I'm trying like on my social media and the essay, I'm trying to really like push that people can reach out to me if they need something or if they have right. questions. How about do you think um, other people in the student body and like such as ourselves or anybody else can help get that going? Get what going, get um, just, more Yeah, students? just in, cer- in, in terms of like staying connected, um, like making sure that um, people are able to feel like they can come to the essay. Like, is there anything yeah. that needs to change or is it really just getting the word out there? It's reaching out for sure. Um, And I think just knowing that we're still here, like you said earlier, Reed, we're all in this together. So we're all still here. The essay is still here, 100% able to support students. So just kind of spreading that message. And we are still, we're the type of organization where we can answer any question. So if a student has any question, big or small, they can reach out to any one of us. That's good. So we have, uh, we have another um, question from the email crowd. Um, and this is from a prospective student. Um, Danny and Reed, can you just maybe give us a minute rundown of the AMC program, what you guys like and what you guys kind of do and how it prepares you for a career in marketing and business? Ooh, so I like the AMC. And like I said, uh, I think it was our first episode um, that I talked a little bit about my, my journey into the AMC. Um, like for me, the AMC program is great, right? Because it's able, I'm able to flex my creative muscles, right? You know, so it's not so much like that rote and that reading and that test and like these kinds of things, you know, it's, it's a little bit more flexibility in that sense. Um, it's a lot more creative. I feel, uh, you can, you know, cooperate with your team members, with your classmates into doing these really great, um, elaborate business or not business plans, but ad plans and ad campaigns, um, you know, edit videos, which is something that I've actually gravitated, gravitated towards a lot. And I've been doing that even on my off time. I actually just, uh, finished the video not that long ago. Um, so that's what I like about it, right? That it's not so much like, I don't do, I didn't, I, in school, I never did well in like the whole reading and retention and, and, um, that kind of thing. So, that's what I like about this, that it's not so school-like, if you will, you know? Yeah, I think um, the, the biggest thing of what we, that at AMC, what we talk about is in terms of marketing is we study demographics yeah. and study like um, who your audience is and how exactly you can do that research to go about finding out um, what, uh, what, 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 what is the audience for your brand. Um, so a lot of it is, you know, being a people person, being a people reader. Um, if you kind of enjoy, you know, coming up with and understanding different types of people, um, it's it's really interesting to find out how how people how um, marketers and brands and companies sort of 
target um, at certain audiences and how the way of um, advertising works today, which is kind of like, I mean, when we first came into AMC, like they describe it as like advertising and marketing is sort of like the wild west today. Um, because there's so much going on. There's so much um, social media and media out there today that it's, um, it, it's, it's really hard work to get your brand out front. Um, so it's, uh, but there's a formula to do it. There's a way to do it. And there's a, um, it just takes time. And I think a lot of the, and a lot of the professors here are some of the experts of knowing how to do that. Um, so, I, and I think for myself, um, so I came back to school um, not exactly knowing what I wanted to do. Like I needed, I, I've been working, um, with a theater company for a long time. And I think I was realizing that I needed, uh, to go back to school to get some confidence in myself to go apply for another job. Um, so I, and I think that's exactly what AMC has benefited out of me. That's given me the confidence to go out uh, and find a job and do whatever I want. And that's the kind of nice thing about AMC is that you don't necessarily have to be in the marketing agency field. Um, even though they teach you a lot about that, you can kind of take these skills into anything that you want, whether that's media, creating your own business, um, anything really in the business sector, or even for myself. So I'm a musician, right? And so I came into this being like, how can I um, promote myself as a brand? How can I promote my music as a brand? How can I get myself out there better as a musician? So in that sense, it's really helped me. Um, but again, I think in terms of confidence coming back, that's, that's sort of the big thing that I've taken away from the NC program. Yeah, some great reflections there. Thanks for that, Reed. Um, just maybe touching on your uh, personal musician side, how is this whole epidemic kind of forced you to kind of rethink your marketing plan and your outreach to potential clients? Because obviously you're not down at Blue Martini anymore right now. Yeah. Um, what kind of things are, are, are you guys kind of doing to, to work through this? Well, it's hard to get eight people in a room together right now, right? <laughs> so um, there's that challenge, right? Um, so, I mean, this is sort of, the way I see it is this is a reflection period, really. Like this has been a reset for me. This is sort of, okay, um, taking a step back and realizing what can I do from here on out? Like, is there anything that I can change? Um, so it's given me some time, like uh, some free time to be able to write a little bit more, to be able to, you know, listen to a little bit more music and kind of just like not need to stress out about music so much anymore. Um, the thing that sucks is because is before all this sort of happening, we were set up to, we, we applied for festivals we had a showcase where we were going to play in Ottawa about two days before we were going to play at SLC. We were going to go to Ottawa and perform about to about 50 sets of couples that were getting married this summer, um, which was hopefully going to be our entire summer. Um, and that's, you know, playing at weddings, playing at conferences, that's a huge payday. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you know, and under obviously understandable circumstances that had to be canceled. Um, so I don't know what the future holds in terms of, where I'm going this summer. And that's, and that's sort of the big thing right now. Like we, we're seeing a lot of musicians do live streams um, and do creative podcasts where they're interviewing other musicians and sort of um, asking about how they're navigating through these times. And quite literally, and I know so many people are going through the same boat, being in live crowds, being in, being in front of lots of people, that's how musicians make money. Um, yeah. So th there's a huge concern of, what's going to happen to our music scene? Is this going to uplift it when this is all over or 
you know, it, there's a lot of questions going around of, of how people can survive without um, being in, in, in front of a live crowd. Yeah. And I think Obviously, like times like these, funny. right. It's, it's your, you know, like a lot of creativity is going to come out of this. Right. So sure. like a lot of people are like, Oh, well, it's like, I don't know what to do. We got these meetings. We got these things. So people was like, okay, uh, we'll work from home. Us, we figured out, okay, well, you know, let's do these zoom meetings. Right. Um, I'm sure that, you know, like with enough time and this, is seems like it will be going on for at least a little bit of time you know like i feel like there will be some sort of like creativity that will come out of it right something totally. that will yeah some some sort of new innovation or something new that will definitely propel that um you know living room concerts i know iheart radio is having living room concerts right mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah it's, so, it's a it's it's a new era right absolutely so yeah. let me let me pose this question to you guys then so let's say unfortunately this situation lasts for the next you know 8 12 16 months type of thing give me maybe two things right give me maybe two things that you're hoping that uh either you or society kind of gets out from this so i'll start so one of my things is you're seeing a lot less cars on the road and a lot less emission pollution right now, especially yep. in major uh, metropolitan areas. Um, and I think it's really forced employers to look at, do I seriously need this many people in my office on a daily basis? I think we're going to see a lot more working from home. Um, and I think that's better for the environment and it might be mentally better for people to not have that commute every morning, every afternoon. So that's just uh, one kind of view that I think is going to kind of take place. Do you guys kind of maybe see any other trends kind of following this in the next year? Yeah, I do like along the same lines, like I think the economy, I think people are going to start, you're going to see the production of local goods shoot up. Um, you're going to see society doing a lot more online, even like school and things like that. I think you'll see a lot more online classes in like public schools, elementary schools and things like that. Um, as people are like making these kinds of transitions yeah and then just like what Reed was saying with the creativity behind it I think this is definitely forced like not just business people but people in general in society to really take a different perspective and to kind of adapt like if you're going to do something you're going to do a project you're going to want like multiple ways to do that and to complete it because you never know like what's going to happen or what's going to be the best route yeah, good call. How about uh, you, Danny? I don't know. I feel like, um, I mean, yeah, those are, we are getting a lot less pollution, a lot less people going to work. But, you know, like, I don't want to get, like, too political here. But, like, I feel like, you know, with the stock dropping and the economy going down and things like that, I hope that, you know, capitalists learn that it's, like, you know, the value doesn't come from the stock market. It comes from the workers, you know. So I feel like now you know it's like we need to you know not to sound too socialist or communist but it's like you know it's like let's take back our power as workers you know it's like this the economy is on our backs yeah. so and right now we are the whole world is experiencing that that it's like it is the economy is on the worker so we need to take that power back well you see just how incredibly fragile the world's economic system actually is and uh I think there's going to be tons and tons of lessons to be learned here in the next year about uh, how we move forward as a society, maybe from not a so um, fragile economic model. So 
Exactly. I feel also, I mean, uh, now that I got this little soapbox, but you know, it's like, I feel like maybe we can rely a little bit more on our community too. you know, maybe not so much on like our government agencies or, you know, things like that. We can rely on our community people. I know, I don't know if any of you guys know, but like there are people going around delivering groceries for other people, picking up their pharma uh, pharmaceuticals and it's all community based. You know what I mean? It's people that it's your neighbors. It's the person, you know, that lives across the street that's doing these things for you, you know? So I just, that's my biggest take is I hope that we, 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 re, we are able to relate to our community a little bit better to get to know our neighbors more, to do more of these kinds of, um, uh, you know, community organizations, right? Yeah. Not having to rely so much on uh, governmental powers because we all know government doesn't work. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that, Danny. I think that's my biggest takeaway from this whole thing is just sort of every every sort of world disaster that we've gone through in our lifetime has been through war resources, war through, you know, racism, what, whatever that may be, you know, like it's um, always a conflict with each other. Whereas this is something that we're all battling as an entire society. And I think that's the first time that we've ever gone through that. Um, yeah quite literally. Um, so hopefully that's, that's what it does do is, is make us realize that, you know, we're all fighting this battle together and let's set our differences aside for just a moment. Exactly. Good point. So um, question for L and Reed. Um, so corporations, organizations, schools, institutions, one of the big things they're going to have to face is finding value to uh, give to people, give to students, give to shareholders, give to customers. Not shareholders. Well, um, yeah, not shareholders. But what are maybe one or two things that um, you would be expecting as a student um, that an institution like SLC would provide going forward that would give you value? What it means one-on-one -on -one Zoom time with your professor? What it means a completely automated, uh, uploaded online system? I mean, what kind of things do you think schools, institutions, organizations can do to really provide value right now while people are, are stuck at home? Well, right now, I think a lot of those have been put into place. There's been a lot just with... Um, like you said, the, prof the professors, like everything's getting introduced online. I think for myself as a student, the biggest thing for me is just having that support. And just if, and really the college has also been really great about providing a lot of information um, for everything that they've been doing. So that's been really helpful. And I think to see that moving forward, like even when, you know, this continues or when we get back, like just kind of still having those information pieces and um, supporting students. Cause I'm the kind of person where I just want to know what's going on yeah. um, sooner rather than later. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably in my perspective. Yeah. What do you read? Um, well, even before COVID-19, like I've always thought of education needs to be more accessible and more affordable for pretty much anyone. Um, education today is, is a bit of a, is a privilege to be able to do. Um, and sometimes some people take that for granted and some people don't, right? Um, and, and some people fight for that. Um, so I think, you know, beyond the, what the college can do, I think that's, that's where my questions lie. I think, you know, something where the, the Ontario government and uh, the federal government and all forms of government can do is to try to make education more affordable. Um, and, and maybe that even starts from something small like 
um, making just textbooks more affordable, making <laughs> programs that we have to pay for on top of our tuition um, much more affordable or, or even free. Um, you know, free tuition is obviously, that's a, that's a big ask when, when people ask for that. And I completely understand that. I think obviously as an end goal, we should try to get to there because there's so many things that we have today where, you know, we have Google, we have all these resources where if, if you, if you have the desire, you can make your own education if you want to, like technically in a sense that we don't, we don't necessarily need the schools to be able to educate. I mean, in, in a sense that we do, because they're the ones that hold a lot of power with, with that knowledge and with that um, formula of how, how to get there with the education. The resources, yeah. It's the that, accreditation that they give you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like, obviously, you need that piece of paper that tells you, I can do this thing. Like, and that's, that's the huge thing that they hold. And that's super important. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, again, like, uh, making as many things as affordable as possible over the next little while, especially, you know, there are people that can't pay their rent right now, let alone yes. um, get into school. Um, so I don't know what that means. I think, I think that, that a lot of programs need to be set up, but obviously that's going to take some time, right? Like we, you know, even if this was over by June, setting up programs like that, it will take, you know, months or years, even months or years, like who, who knows how long that's going to take, but as long as we at least see those steps to like the, the right action being taken towards that, I think that's, that's what I'd like to see at least over the next few months. Yeah. I definitely agree. I definitely think, uh, like I said, just going back to what I said a few minutes ago, there's so many lessons to be learned about how to improve um, what is going on right now in terms of companies and institutions, everything. So I think, I think a lot of those lessons too are like getting kind of off like the political and other people's side. Like a lot of that's personal too. Like I think mm -hmm. taking this opportunity uh, as a learning experience, like for me, I'm somebody who's super involved in everything that goes on. So it's been such a switch, but I've been able to learn how to be more involved, like through social media, through virtual, through like just personally with myself. Um, so I think in all, that's a big takeaway. I think everyone should take this time to kind of work on themselves and set goals for themselves and where they wanna be kind of like come the fall or come next year and just really take this opportunity to I think that's, this is a really good time to do that. Um, a lot of people always say like, you know, like isolate or go on your own, you know, the, you know, the walkabout, you know, where you kind of like, just, you know, go up, go on your, by yourself and figure things out. This is the perfect time to do that, you know, because it's like, well, you're by yourself. You, you can't really interact with anybody else. You know, it's like, it's time to get, you know, under the covers and, you know, <laughs> figure some stuff out for yourself. You know, where do you want to be in the next couple months? Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Good time for self-reflection. Yeah, exactly. Side note, also, I think I found my new calling. Um, I do this while Reed was talking. <laughs> it's our first piece of fan mail. Why is my hair parted down the middle? What? My hair is parted down the middle. I never... I, it's not. <laughs> I, like, I like how it's realistic and I'm a little bit taller than you guys too. <laughs> just, yeah, just, just a, a tad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made myself a little bit tall. Like that. I love it. I love that's it. That's great. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's some good serious discussion. Is there anything kind of more lighthearted and fun you guys kind of want to chat about or say before? Yeah, we I do actually. I wanted to I wanted to talk about how um, we're all on on Zoom right now, and the only thing you can see is basically you know from the shoulders up. 
Um, and so a lot of people around the world are doing the same thing. <laughs> and it's and it's reflecting in real life, right? I mean, today, yes, I am wearing pants, but Wal- Walmart <laughs> Walmart has reported, okay, um, that the, the sales for shirts and tops have gone up, but the sales for pants haven't, ha- it, not, it hasn't, yeah. you know? And the thing is that that trend is across the board because the <laughs> Gap reports something similar, you know, um, and Old Navy. They report that the sales for pants are either stagnant or lowering while the sales for tops are going through the roof. That's funny, eh? <laughs> It's funny to watch how society just kind of reacts to that. So yeah, like booze, uh, booze delivery is up. Food delivery is up. All those kind of outlets right now are doing really well. So wherever you can get delivery, that is booming right now. Oh, yeah. I want to add to Danny's. So next time you're in like a video meeting, whether it's with your friends or like some kind of conference, just take a second and ask yourself, who do you think is not wearing pants right now? (laughs) That's the game now. (laughs) There's probably one. There's probably one person who's not wearing pants. I would bet it's Danny, though, out of all (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's so funny because it's like, um, like, okay, I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, I curate my outfits every day, you know? So it's kind of weird <laughs> to not, like, to just, like, curate my shirt. It's like, oh, this is the shirt I'm going to wear. But it's like, what pants? Ah, you know what? Whatever, you know? It's, it. it doesn't matter. Because I ha- also, um, I have been either wearing no pants or sweatpants, like, this whole time. You know? It's like the jeans, the dress pants, the all that stuff. No, I have to still wear the same. Like I'm wearing jeans right now. Yesterday I wore dress pants. Like I still have to get up and pretend like I'm still going to the office Mm -hmm. or I'll just like be slumpy. Don't want to do anything like sleep in bed all day. Is that like a mental edge, L? You kind of need to get in the clothes to fit the part, to do the part? Maybe like, I mean, my clothes, like actually what I wear vary. So it's not necessarily like the style of my clothes, but it's, it, I think it's that routine of just yeah, like, right. that's how I get my day started. Like I get up, make my bed, brush my teeth, get dressed, make breakfast. Like it's like a whole, like I have to do that. Yeah. If I don't, then it more feels like a lazy Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that sentiment. Like, um, like I productive while I we threw these things, you know, I've, I've done some of my work, but you know. Um, but the days that I am like the most productive that I get the most things done are the days that I, you know, I take a shower, you know, I, you know, I go through my routine. Like you said, I brush my teeth, you know, I do all the things I get dressed and then like, oh, okay, now it's time to do, to sit down and do the things that I need to do. Because if I don't, then like you said, it's just a lazy Sunday and I treat it as such, even though exactly. it's, you know, Tuesday. Yeah. I see. I, my philosophy is like my energy kind of matches what the weather is. So like, for example, mm. like, today is a beautiful day. And obviously, like, I feel inclined to put on a shirt, put on pants, and, you know, maybe shower and get my hair ready and then come on here. Obviously, um, you started a fire, too. Yes, I, I started a fire. <laughs> I'm feeling very cozy in this nice little humble apartment. And, um, yeah, and, but, for example, like, the few days before this, like, it was kind of gloomy. It was kind of rainy. It was kind of, like, whatever. So I kind of just chilled out in, in my sweatpants and in my, in my sweater. Um, and I got a lot of work done. So like, you know, and on a day like that, like yesterday would have been a day if uh, the virus hadn't existed, I'd have to go into school and have to, you know, put on, you know, force myself to kind of get dressed. Yeah. And 
this way it kind of, it matches with what I'm feeling comfortable with, you know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. if, if I'm able to feel comfortable in my sweatpants and get some work done, if it's a rainy day, then so be it. Um, but yeah, on a day like today, obviously, like I gotta, I gotta get ready. I gotta, you know, I gotta <laughs> look at least presentable on a sunny Wednesday. At least from the at least from the shoulders up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Shoulders up. Shoulders up for sure. I'm actually wearing a midriff. Yeah. <laughs> Crop top. Oh yeah. Awesome. Love it. Awesome. Okay, guys. Well, um, it's been over half an hour, and I think that's uh, that was a good start for our first live episode. So I'm okay with uh, ending it there. Anything else you guys kind of want to part with? Yeah, I just want to uh, plug a couple things. So um, like I said, you know, like with our, uh, you know, kind of like going back to our little community things, you know, it's like, uh, well, I want to plug the Mutual Aid Cat of Rockway. Uh, it's just a group that uh, I do. I do some grocery deliveries for them. You know, we do some check-ins for people, you know, that you know, either live by themselves or don't have anyone else that can uh, check in on them. So I just want to plug them real quick. Mutual Aid Cataraque. We're also raising money for people that um, can't afford groceries or can, you know, things like that. Uh, and so we're doing their deliveries. We're checking in on them. And you can find that all on Mutual Aid Cataraque at uh, WordPress. I don't know the whole, we'll link it in the uh, video down and uh, you guys can definitely try to get involved. You can either be a, a delivery person, a check-in person, you know, we, we didn't need help with, uh, with everything really. And uh, awesome. you can definitely sign up to do that or uh, just donate or, you know, spread the word basically. Great initiative, man. I, uh, I like, great, I like how you highlighted that. When, uh, when you host an episode uh, later on, maybe next week, I'd love for you to kind of delve a bit more into that gives you a bit more info. For sure. definitely for sure we will definitely awesome. talk about that for sure okay well thank you for your time today guys appreciated it uh, yeah, glad, I just want sorry just go say ahead. one thing <laughs> mine's like the same as always every single person in the world or from from st lawrence college literally anyone can reach out to me my instagram is elizadora ask me questions hang out with me i'm here if anyone wants to say anything at all Shout with the president. There you go. Yes. And <laughs> we should end with a congratulations to Elle once more again for being Hey, today's the day. Out of girl. It's official. Love it. Okay. Well, where, what about you, uh, Leighton? Where, where can people find you, follow you? You can find me at uh, Leighton underscore guy is my Instagram. Uh, you can also reach me at saengage at sl.on.ca. Uh, that's my email account at work, and uh, I'd love to get back to you guys here. Thoughts? We've been doing a lot of uh, funding for people who need a bit of help right now in terms of school supplies, all that kind of stuff. So um, we're here if you guys uh, need to reach out, need to chat, or you need some support. Uh, that's what the SA is for. So uh, take advantage of it, and um, we definitely uh, strive to help you guys out in a time like this for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Bye. Well, wow. thanks, guys. Appreciate thanks, it. Guys. And uh, we'll see you next week for our live episode again. Take care. For sure. Awesome.